0: Hello and welcome to the Pod Academy. You're listening to a podcast produced and presented by Lee Millam. Obsessive-compulsive disorder, OCD, is a mental health condition where a person has obsessive thoughts and compulsive behaviour. An obsession is an unwanted, unpleasant thought, image or urge that repeatedly enters a person's mind, causing them anxiety. Psychologists believe the condition may run in families or that people with OCD have an imbalance of serotonin in their brains. Now, new research is being done which could, in the future, help with treatment. In the meantime, for those who suffer with obsessive-compulsive disorder, OCD, its impact can be devastating. As Imogen and Maria explain...
1: I was affected by imperfections in goods that I bought around the flat, things would bother me. If I'd see a mark, that would bother me, I'd have to try and cover it or do something with it. Um, And if something was really bad, I would lose the ability to be able to function. I'd go into a deep depression and just sit there, not being able to do anything. Um, and that led eventually to a nervous breakdown when I was about 32, which is when it was diagnosed.
2: I can remember I was really scared of being told off in school and I used to try and do everything I could to prevent from being told off so I would get all my school clothes ready in the morning and I wouldn't go in my bedroom after seven o'clock in the morning, I'd get changed in the hallway and um, have everything out there If I left something in my room, I'd have to get someone else to go in and get it for me because I was just like, no, I can't. Because I thought, if I did go in, something bad's going to happen. I wasn't aware what bad thing would happen, if I got told off in school, someone got hurt, I I didn't know. Hello, OCD Action help phone.
3: Hi, can you tell me a bit more Help is
0: available from the charity OCD Action. Olivia Bamber is from the charity.
3: OCD can affect anyone, it can affect any age, it can affect anyone in any job, of any gender, anything, for as young, as young as possible to as old as possible, literally anyone.
1: You feel that if you don't think a certain way, some harm will happen to somebody you love or you care about. Sometimes you have to count certain numbers in your head. Um, it's, I think you, re- you do things but you don't realise it because you're so living with it all the time. The half the time you don't realise what you're doing. (laughs) But um, most people have OCD where they have to keep washing their hands and performing tasks all the time, whereas I don't do that. Mine is a different form of, um, you know, checking things to see for perfections and um, that sort of thing. You know, going back to when I was diagnosed, it was the most peculiar obsessions that I had then. I don't have any more but I still have OCD.
0: What, what are the peculiar obsessions then? What were we the, talking about?
1: Well, when I had my nervous breakdown, that was over my little dog, Cherie. And initially, um, my partner bought her for me as a puppy because I felt that in my head, that if I had a little dog, it would help the OCD. It would sort it out. In my head, I thought that. But unfortunately, when I got her, she became the focus of my OCD. She was imperfect. Um, I would look into her eyes. I would see a vein which I thought shouldn't be there. And i will keep checking her, checking her and checking her. And I got to the point where I thought, there's something not right here. this it, it's, I've got to do something because I don't want to harm her. I was terrified I was going to harm her that was the worst fear I ever had was harming that little dog that I loved I did love her but I could not function I could not do anything I'd be laying in bed and I remember just crying and I couldn't bear her near me and I would cry so much it was terrible and in the end I just completely broke down and that's when I was taken to hospital and diagnosed with OCD and um, I felt in a way that she did save me because she was real. I couldn't take her back to the shop, get a refund, because she was a, a, little, a little puppy. So she did, she helped me, and that's why I, I always... She's left me that legacy where I always need my little dog.
2: I had great support from my family, and they took me to see a CAM specialist. CAMS uh, stands for Child and Adolescent Mental Health Service. And they sort of, they have loads of different therapists there that children can talk to and adolescents can talk to and get help. And then alongside that, we also had family therapy, which is where my whole family would come in and we'd all talk about it. And we'd talk about what had been going on and how everyone was feeling, just so that no one was left out and everyone felt like they were getting the support they needed.
0: Psychologists are one step closer to understanding and treating obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD a new study has been carried out by researchers at Goldsmiths University of London and this is the work of Dr.
4: Rhiannon Jones and Professor Jody Bhattacharya so I'm a professor of psychology at Goldsmiths University of London OCD city is the full form is obsessive compulsive disorder so this is a A mental or psychiatric disorder which affects approximately one to two percent of the populations which can be which can be pretty severe and and can have a severe consequence on our life and, and our quality of life and well-being. They might be aware of of the problems but they also have the impairment of of modifying those behaviors. And in terms of mental health it's a very common problem isn't it? It is a very common, actually one of the one of the most commonest, I believe, in terms of prevalence rate after schizophrenia. Although there is a quite a bit of comorbidity between the two.
0: Psychologists have recognised that people with schizophrenia quite often have obsessive compulsive disorder as well.
4: It is a complex disease, so you cannot precisely kind of pinpoint one or two reasons for for developing this kind of behaviour. There are also certain genetical underpinnings. But so far, our understanding is actually quite limited. If someone has obsessive-compulsive disorder, seeking help is really important.
0: Left untreated, it is unlikely the symptoms will improve. They may even get worse. What are the main treatments available? Olivia Bamber from OCD Action again.
3: One of the main ones and the most well-known ones is cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, which is like a talking therapy. So you talk about the problems, and cognitive behavioural therapy is usually combined with exposure and response prevention, also known as ERP, which is basically where the person with OCD is exposed to their fear. So that could be they're told to touch the floor if if they're afraid of the germs on the floor, or they're told not to recheck their lock. And then the response part of the ERP is basically how they learn to deal with responding to the exposure so for example if someone fears the the dirt on the floor they would be told to touch the floor and then wait until they want to do their ritual so wait 5 seconds instead of 10 seconds before they they wash their hands or do the ritual that they want to do and over time the anxiety decreases Um, it's proven to work and help people control their OCD, it doesn't mean that they're cured but um, people can regain control from, from doing therapy like that there's also different medications available, which can help reduce uh, the anxiety that a person feels. Um, they're usually combined with therapy, not usually used on their own. Um, but different things work for different people. There is lots of different types of treatment available though.
4: OCD has a multifaceted characteristic. So we are interested about a very special one characteristics about one of the, one of the cognitive biases called thought-action fusion. Thought-action fusion, which is, refers to kind of inflated belief in coupling between our thoughts and action, especially negative thoughts. So OCD sufferers tend to believe that the negative thoughts have certain causal Factors or causal influence on the on the actions. So that's the thought-action fusion, which is which is quite common in OCD, but also which you 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 can find in 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 other suppose patients who are suffering from general anxiety disorders as well as schizotypy. So what we are interested, or what our study is about, primarily to understand the brain responses underlying these spurious biases between coupling between thought and an action.
0: For someone with obsessive-compulsive disorder, OCD, thought and action are very closely linked. They don't separate their thoughts from events in the real world.
4: Once we have have a reasonable understanding how this is represented in the brain, the hope is if we can target those brain areas, those brain regions, which possibly kind of mediating this thought-action fusion bias, so by some as some kind of non-invasive intervention that could help us somehow to mitigate this inflated responsibility or, or inflated coupling between thought and action. So it's early days for the researchers, but what have they discovered so far and where next? We tried to identify certain brain regions. In our cases, we found the precuneus. This is a brain region which is at the back of our head. So that somehow the activities of those brain, that particular brain region, we found is correlated with this degree of thought-action fusion. There, so and the person higher the thought-action fusion, the degree higher amount of guilt, the experience that is correlated with activities. Of this specific brain region, precuneus, and now the next step is: can we alter or can we modulate the precuneus there? And if we can modulate the activities of precuneus, then whether it would somehow uh, cause an impact in in reducing the anxiety caused by this thought action fusion. So that's the next step. We are doing further research using further techniques called brain stimulation techniques uh, to non-invasively kind of modulate the activities and to see whether this so modulating these brain activities non-invasively, whether that can help reducing this overall anxiety and also overall impact.
3: My advice to anyone who who thinks that they may have OCD um, even if they only think it and they think should I get help, I'm not quite sure I have it go and seek help anyway Um, go and get some advice on it, do a bit of research Um, if you look on OCD Actions website there's a lot of there's a lot of information on there um and yeah just always go and seek advice if if you think you might have it because you wouldn't want it to get progress and get worse
0: a final word from imogen
3: i
2: still have ocd i still have therapy and i am on medication but i fight every day and i don't let it stop me